God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. People Radio Network. Hello. You are officially listening to the Animal Farm. It is Wednesday, January 16th. I am your host, Ben Miller, and I am chilling with my partners in thought crime, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And we got Python the soundboard. Hello. This is a new show, a brand spanking new show. For those of you who have uh, never heard of the Animal Farm, we just recently migrated down from uh, the Revere Radio Network. And uh, Props to everybody over at Revere. Can't say enough about Revere. Big thanks. Yeah, the support we got from those guys, King Mob, Guyman, Rob Revere himself. It's just, it was a great network, and we were very, very happy to be a part of it. Um, but at the same time, we're very happy to be part of the We the People Radio Network. So uh, let's start off with some news. What do we got, Tony? Uh, well, Ben, you know, there's so much going on. Obviously, in the world of politics, we have the, the elections. We have a lot of primaries going on. Um, and there's a lot of news, police state news and whatnot, but I tell you, the one article that really caught my eye, I think it was about 4 o'clock in the morning when I saw this one, I think it was uh, off of Fox News, about this poor guy who was given a forced rectal exam. Ooh. And, you know, <laughs> it, Come on. At, at first it seemed like, <laughs> at first it seemed a little bit like a humorous article, but then I read on, and it really began, it began to get a little scary, and I want to read a little bit of this, so... This is out of New York, so it was a little bit closely felt here. (laughs) A construction worker claimed in the lawsuit that when he went to a hospital after being hit on the forehead by a falling wooden beam, which obviously sucks, emergency room staffers forcibly gave him a rectal exam. (laughs) Ryan Persaud, age 38, says in court papers that after he denied a request by New York Presbyterian Hospital emergency room employees to examine his rectum, he was assaulted, battered, and falsely (laughs) imprisoned then. I mean, this is not... at that point, it wasn't funny anymore. It's not a joke anymore. His lawyer, Gerard M. Moroni, said he and Prasad later learned that the exam was one way of determining whether he had suffered spinal damage in the accident. No! <laughs> now, I find that a little hard to believe as not just a guy, but just as a human being. How do you check someone's spine through your rectum? Moroni said his client got eight stitches for a cut over his eyebrow, which, you know, that seems appropriate. If it hit it on, if it hit it on his head, then how are they checking the well, bottom I mean, of his spine? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's feasible if someone gets hit in the head. You know, you want to check for spinal damage anyway in case maybe the cervical spine uh, was injured. You know, I understand that, but to do a rectal exam, a forced rectal exam, <laughs> someone has a little too much time on their hands. And uh, Anyway, oh, Moroni said emergency room staffers insisted on examining his rectum and held him down while he begged, please don't do that. Oh, my God. He said Persaud, oh man, oh boy, he said Persaud and, uh, hit, a, uh, hit a doctor while flailing around and staffers gave him an injection which knocked him out. Oh my god! And then they performed the rectal exam. He woke up handcuffed to the bed with an oxygen tube down his throat, the lawyer said, and spent three days in a detention center, Ben. And, and this is it when... Sounds like that last party you threw. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Good Lord. Well, let's not get on that topic. But honestly, Ben, you know, it started out as kind of a feel-good, uh, you know, somewhat feel-good humorous article, not for the guy, obviously, but then it really got into a really 
eerie police state type article where someone got detained because he wouldn't let them have a rectal exam on him. I, that just doesn't make any sense no. to me. So it reminds me of the article, uh, that same article that we had talked about before, uh, where they they entered the, the man's house because his son got bumped on the head and uh, well that was yeah well, yeah in the door in Colorado yeah it was a forced entry based on an accident and I mean this is a little bit different but uh, there's a well there's many questions that I have after this article and again it, like I said it, it went from humor to really serious really quick um, first of all do you as a patient in the hospital have the right to refuse a rectal exam I would say hopefully I think, I think you do. Oh my goodness! Yes. Nevertheless, uh, you know this happened, and uh, it's it's you know there's a little tiny article in the paper about it, and it was on Fox News. So we'll try to get you a well, follow-up. Fox News covered it. Well, well, well you know, know it's some you know plenty networks did, but we we got to find out more about this thing because now I'm getting scared now. I mean, if you know if you get go to the hospital <laughs> emergency room, are they going to try to forcefully have a rectal exam? Not good. Not you good. Never know. Not good. Anyway, so uh, that you know again, there's so much going on. There's a lot of police state news. We have a lot of surveillance stuff. Um, but that was the first article that came to my mind, unfortunately, to, to speak about it first. And then my apologies, folks, but that's just the way it goes here. Let's give out the, uh, the call-out number and, and, and plug our website and get people going to the Animal Farm. Let's get Go ahead. into it. Uh, call number to uh, give us a call here is 888-202-1984. No coincidence, 888-202-1984. Our website, if you want to check it out, it's very purdy. It's AnimalFarmShow.com. That's AnimalFarmShow.com. And if you want to drop us an IM and you don't want to uh, call in for any reason, our, uh, our AIM name is also Animal Farm Show, all one word. So uh, feel free to do that. Yeah, and Ben, I mean, before we move on to any more of the ridiculous articles that I have in my hand or yours, I just once again want to say thanks to the Revere Radio Network and really thanks to the to the support from the from the listenership that we had received yeah, over the last 13 or so weeks. Uh, it's really been great. You guys have all been awesome, and we really do appreciate that. But um, you know, we're, we're here to give you some news, and I, I want to dive right into uh, one of the other articles that really did hit home, and it, it will hit home for all of us. U.S. drafting plan to allow government access to any email or web search. Another good article out of the raw story. National Intelligence Director Mike McConnell is drawing up plans for cyberspace spying that would make the current debate on warrantless wiretaps look like a walk in the park, according to an interview published in the New Yorker's print edition, which was uh, yesterday. Debate on, yeah, debate on the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act will be a walk in the park compared to this, McConnell said. This is going to be a goat rope on the hill. My prediction is that we're going to screw around with this until something horrendous happens. The article, which uh, profiles a 65-year-old farmer, a former admiral appointed by George W. Bush, of course, in January of 2007. George W. <laughs> Thank you, George. To oversee all of America's intelligence agencies was not published in the New Yorker's website. McConnell is developing a cybersecurity policy still in the draft stage, which will closely police Internet activity. Maybe I should read that one again Ooh. a little slower. McConnell is developing a cybersecurity policy still in the draft stage, which will closely police Internet activity. So, so, Phil. <laughs> so they already have the ability to uh, police our Internet activity with their with their uh, whole floor in the AT&T AT building uh, dedicated to monitoring our activities and, and stuff like that. So now they're going to 
start doing it in a more efficient way. Well, I mean, it's it's no more loving way. Yeah, it's no, it's certainly no news to anybody listening to this show that the internet is an incredibly powerful tool and has been, especially over the last five six years, to to get information. I don't think ever in in the history of mankind have we ever had this type of resource where we can just get communication and, and resource and information out there to the to the public and to people out there, and then the blogosphere and all the success there. Um, but and it's probably no coincidence, Ben, that you hear about these stories. And of course, you mentioned the AT and T one, and then we of course we talked about the Conroy um, out of Australia. Uh, Telecommunications Minister Stephen Conroy said that new measures are being put in place to provide greater protection to children from online pornography and violent websites. And every single time, every time kids, something has to happen, every time they're trying to take our liberties and freedoms away, I'm preaching to the choir here, of course. But every time, it's always about security. And you hear you get you hear a lot about this. You hear about oh, we're trying to protect children from pornography. Pornography's never killed any child as far as I know. And granted it's terrible, it's disgusting, and I don't want my child, if I ever had one, to to, you know, look up pornography on the internet, but you got As a parent, you have to be responsible. Don't take away my internet. And certainly now, with the, uh, the controversy surrounding Comcast, the internet service provider Comcast, um, there's a lot going on there. So we we got to just start getting our our, uh, our stuff together and yeah. fight this. Family. I mean, all the stuff that they say and all the excuses that they use are always about the children. It's always about the kids. It's always they, the children. And they really just don't care about the kids. We I got this article right here. Second thoughts on fluoride. Yeah. If you actually even use a second thought of it. Hey, kids! <laughs> <laughs> the researchers are intensifying their scrutiny of fluoride, which is added to most public water systems in the U.S. Some recent studies suggest that overconsumption of fluoride can raise the risk of disorders, disorders affecting teeth, bones, the brain, and the thyroid gland. Wait a second, I thought it was to help teeth. Yeah, well, that's what we were told. Well, you're not supposed to swallow it, though, Ben. That's why they say on toothpaste labels, do not ingest. But they have water with fluoride in it. You're not supposed I know. to swallow it. I've actually seen it. In, I've seen it, uh, you know, I was at a baseball game once, and, uh, yeah, it was like a little league yeah. game, and they actually had their passing little Dannon bottles. Water, yeah, water added with fluoride. Yeah, and, and Dannon bottles. Couldn't and believe it. On the label, it says, with fluoride. Bring. It's like we're all retarded now. Yeah, absolutely. Go on. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's just long before the passionate debates over cigarettes, DDT, asbestos, or the ozone hole, most Americans had heard of only one environmental health controversy, fluoridation. Starting in the 1950s, hundreds of communities across the U.S. became embroiled in heated battles over whether fluorides, ionic compounds containing the element fluorine, should be added to their water systems. On one side was a broad coalition of scientists from government and industry who argued that adding fluoride to drinking water would protect teeth against decay. On the other side were activists who contended that the risk of fluoridation were inadequately studied and that the practice amounted to compulsory, compulsory medication and thus was a violation of civil liberties. I have to agree with the latter of them. Um, it's, it really is just a bunch of scumminess. It's just ridiculous. I can't and, believe and, it. And like we said, every single time uh, they want to take something away, it's always in the name of security. Yet again, the border is is not secure. We've talked about this. We talked about it in our last show. I have a couple articles, which I won't mention now, maybe later on, uh, about the border and, and the problems surrounding it. And, you know, the troops are over there. They're not over here. It, it's just, it, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But just, just to kind of uh, pounce a little bit more on this uh, Internet issue, the FCC, and this is at Yahoo. Internet. Thank you, George. FCC asks Comcast about Internet filters. So this is kind of another interesting article, Ben, where you have the FCC asking Comcast about their own internet filters. It's almost like uh, who's got the power at this point. New York Comcast Court Monday said it, uh, it has received a letter of inquiry from the Federal Communications Commission regarding complaints that the company actively interferes with its subscribers' internet traffic. Uh, a coalition of consumer groups and legal scholars asked the agency in November to stop Comcast from discriminating against the sharing of certain types of internet data among subscribers. 
Two groups also asked the FCC to find the nation's number two internet provider, $195,000 for every affected subscriber. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and it goes on, and, and one of the, the sentences that really killed me was, Comcast denies it blocks file sharing, but acknowledges milder interventions to improve the flow of traffic for the majority of its customers so oh crap sounds so lovely yeah it doesn't i don't have to tell you that this is incredibly dangerous once isps get this um power or once they have the ability to filter you know of course to protect children from pornography because pornography is a leading cause of death amongst youngsters but once they once they're given this power and authority to do this uh then we're, re we're really in big trouble because you know the infowars.coms of the world and uh and i'm yours truly and uh, this this radio show because of the internet uh, is made possible so uh, filtering of anything like that is going to be dangerous and it's not just about content it's not just about websites man this is emails as well so um dangerous stuff yeah. very 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 dangerous stuff um <clears throat> i'm going to give out the website one more time animalfarmshow.com go check it out um go sign up for the uh the forum there we got a forum where everybody can share the most pertinent information uh that they feel is the most pertinent um, and we also got a really good um, information database. If you go to our, our home page, right on the left side, we have a you're not supposed to know about section. And uh, on that section, we have all types of cool cool comments that are populated with documentaries and interesting, neat quotes. Uh, we have the depleted uranium, a voter fraud, the Bilderberg Group, media manipulations, the CFR, the war on drugs, the Federal Reserve, and Operation Northwoods. If you just go uh, to, we're not playing games here, folks. We're in the info war. Absolutely. absolutely. If you go and check out any one of those sections, uh, you'll see you'll see a couple different documentaries for each subject. Um, so it's really, really great. If you're trying to wake up your friends and family, send them over to the Animal Farm Show. Um, give them give them the links. Just tell them to click on any of the subjects on the left side, and they'll they'll get instant documentaries and, and instant uh, information. Yeah, and, and and just to add too, Ben. I mean, uh, there's two things actually. First of all, just to get on our email list, just send us an email. We're going to have a subscribe to you know the the newsletter thing eventually. But uh, folks, send us an email: Ben at Animal Farm, Pyeth at Animal Farm, Tony at Animal Farm Show dot com. All those will work. Just send us an email to the website, and we'll get you on the mailing list. But um, for those of you familiar with free talk live. That's kind of the format that we want to go for. We want you to call in and really talk about anything. Uh, just try not to get out of line because, you know, we don't want to have a ridiculous debate. We don't want to be talking over each other. So we want, you know, this, this show is about us giving you information, but it really is about you, the callers, the listeners, and the patriots out there to get the information out. We need your help, folks. We, we're trying to do uh, the best job that we can, but uh, like any radio show, we need you to help us and to give us information. And if you have clips, send them to us, video clips, whatever. Uh, we want to get involved with you, and, and we want the same. So Absolutely. And if you have anything... If you have anything that may add add to uh, add to our site or anything like that, you know that may add to that absolutely that information archive that we have on the left. Feel free and please, please, please send it over to us. We uh, absolutely need lots of information. We want to get a nice information database on every subject and uh, get people going and sharing information. That's that's what our deal is. Yeah, and any criticism is more than welcome. Like I said, we're not here to you know we have our thoughts, we have our beliefs, and you will find those out uh, over the next weeks, months, hopefully. But uh, again, this is really about you. Any ideas? Uh, comments, questions, just give us a ring. Um, and once again, the number is 888-202-1984, Animal Farm Radio Show. But uh, there's so much news, Ben. Obviously, we just scratched the surface, and there's some just crazy articles coming out. And uh, I do want to talk about the national ID card, because that's something that really hit home uh, with me, at least over the past couple of weeks, and I'm sure it did with you. We did play the Michael Chertoff clip 
Uh, Michael, I am the devil chaired off. I am the devil chaired off. Oh, that man is sick. <laughs> Courtesy of, I guess, Jack Blood. Those, the, the great names. Uh, his name actually, his name actually means I am the devil or the devil's son. I think. Yeah, I, the I devil's son. I believe it is. It's uh, too ridiculous that to. Nevertheless, <laughs> <laughs> we will play that clip when we come back from break. And then I do have an article out of Reuters. Uh, but Ben, you know, if if the internet trafficking and um, filtering that is uh, from the ISPs isn't bad enough and doesn't make you scared enough. As as, as an American citizen, uh, the national ID card, and uh, it's it's really coming to uh, to glimpse now. And obviously, the Real ID Act 2005, and it really is starting to take place, and they're starting to push it. Yes. They being the government and Chertoff, really now being the cheerleader. Oh, they're not pushing it; they're ramming it down our. They really ranks. are. Now we didn't really. They're hear giving much. us a forced rectal exam of, of, of the national. <laughs> I, I mean, listen. I mean, I, we're going to hear something more about that. We got to follow up on that. that <laughs> like I said, that really took me by surprise. <laughs> I feel bad for the guy. I'd, I'd actually like to have him on because I want to know more about. What, What's going on in that hospital? That's New York, man. We're obviously broadcasting out of New York. But uh, we will be back. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. since the JFK assassination. We have used the Watergate mantra of follow the money, which has led us to a startling revelation on the identity of the mastermind behind the crime. This revelation could blow the Kennedy assassination wide open. To find out who that mystery man is, go to www.thenextstrike.com and click on the channel The JFK Assassination. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Jack Blood. Catch Deadline Live from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Central. Monday through Friday. Right here on We the People Radio Network. WTPR. Alright folks, welcome back. You are listening to the Animal Farm here on We the People Radio Network. I'm your host Ben Miller and I'm hanging out with uh, my fellow revolutionaries Tony Pax. Hello Ben. And Pyeth on the soundboard. George W. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> we got this article, Illegal Immigrants Increasingly Go North from Nuevo, from Nuevo Laredo, Laredo, Mexico, where there's illegal immigrants from Latin America are heading deeper into the United States to find work and avoid deportation as crackdowns in border states like Texas and Arizona make life more difficult for them. The U.S. Border Patrol has ramped up surveillance along the poorest Mexican border aided by National Guard troops since 2005, while police and state legislators have increasingly targeted illegal immigrants in some border states. Texas is crawling with Border Patrol agents, and the locals are so turned in that if they see you walking down the street, they phone the Border Patrol who come and deport you. Holy Christ. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Said Joe Reyes, 45, who lived for seven years in Houston before being departed in November. I, I'm heading for North Carolina if I could get back across. He said at Catholic-run migrant shelter in Nueva Lura, Laredo, across the border from Laredo, Texas. Yeah, this is another example, too, Ben. Like I said before, we are broadcasting out of New York, and we don't really get to hear a lot of news about the border uh, at all, really. Maybe on Fox News you get the Hannity Report, which is, you know, take it for what you want. But uh, obviously we're broadcasting out of Texas on the, the new network now. So, folks, let us know what's going on and give us some information because we don't get to hear it. But I do know you got carpetbaggers on the air. Yeah, and, and, exactly. <laughs> and then the other thing, too, now is... Is all of these issues with the border um, now is they're starting to talk about them hand in hand with the Real ID Act, and, and that's one thing that we have to spend more time on. Ben, the Real ID Act is a humongous issue for us in every sense of the word, just for Americans and, and being patriots. So, uh, Chertoff, like we were saying before the break, was interviewed, and I want to play some of this clip and some of this language, folks, is unbelievable. I expect, yeah, I expect to hear the type of language used out of the Fox News host, but let's listen to Michael Chertoff and what he says, and I'll stop it when I want to. Millions of Americans have their identity stolen. Terrorists have gained our system to get numerous identification cards. And they were able to pull it all off because our nation's ID is so bad. Now, after a huge battle, new post-9-11 security rules are being unveiled today. The Real ID Act is designed to keep terrorists, con artists, and illegal immigrants from stealing your identity or getting IDs they shouldn't have. 
So how will it change your driver's license? And what about all the states that object to it? Joining us is Homeland Security Secretary Michael Chertoff. Mr. Secretary, thank you for being with us. Okay, so what does this do to uh, my driver's license and the driver's license of those folks watching today? Well, what's going to happen over the next 10 years... Can you pause that for a second? Go ahead. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot listen to this clip without, like, interjecting. She's like, she's like what's, so what's going to happen to my driver's license? And she's just like, whatever you do, it's just fine with me. Oh, yeah, you well, know? you know, well, again, man, this is about terrorism. I mean, this is not about this identification. This is about something much more important. This is not about slavery. RFID technology. This is not about introducing biometrics. This is not about the rights of American citizens. This is about terrorists. And of course, now the more That's you a fact. thank you, thank you, That's a fact. and the more you read uh, HR one nine five five, the more you realize now the Homegrown Terrorism Prevention Act, if I can quote it correctly, uh, the more you realize that we are becoming a terrorist. And now, crimes uh, are being related now to thoughts. Now we can actually start talking about thought crimes. But let's let's keep on for a driver's license renewal starting in at the end of two thousand nine. You'll get a new driver's license, which has additional security features. You'll be required to establish your identity when you go in to get the renewal. And very importantly, you'll be required to establish that you are legally present in the U.S. That's designed Can you pause to... that again? Go ahead. Sorry. If it, it, he says you are going to be required to uh, identify yourself when you go in. Oh, How yeah. are you going to identify yourself if you're going to get an ID? <laughs> well, are you going to identify yourself with well, a birth certificate or possibly a fingerprint? Or I think, possibly... Yeah. I think you're getting warmer, Ben. I think swab from a rectal exam? Well, let's hope Maybe? the rectal exam is an old issue now already. I just hope I don't want... I don't want to hear any more... <laughs> Uh, examples of rectal. Thank you, Pyeth. I don't want to hear any more rectal exam issues. In fact, like I said, I want to get that guy in the air because that is—it's not funny, and I apologize. I mean, we, it, it is, yeah, we laugh about it, of course, because it sounds like fiction, but it's not. It's not. Illegal <laughs> immigrants from using these kinds of driver's licenses. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you of all people know what kind of a rap this was getting uh, off the bat. Uh, the ACLU and a number of governors were just saying, "Look, this is an invasion of privacy. You're going to be checking on people's legal." status you're just going fishing so how did you get around that well a lot of governors were concerned about the cost and we that has nothing, nothing to do, to do with the asked. question she just asked but okay we did uh, retool the business process and we found a way to give a little bit more flexibility in terms of the actual technology of the card so that we were able to cut the cost by about three quarters. And I think that's going to take most of the objections off the table. And I should say, Edie, that many of the governors already are signed on to doing this. Mm -hmm. As far as the ACLU is concerned, you know, they may object to our determining whether someone is legally in the country or not. But I think the public has spoken about this. The public does not want to have illegal immigrants masquerading as Americans by using phony driver's license. Yeah, and as we know, one of the 9-11 hijackers had, I think he had driver's licenses from four different states and a number of other legal IDs, IDs he was able to get somehow. Somehow. Well, right. Yeah, let's not forget to mention 9-11. It's only been about three minutes. I mean, I hate to, I'd hate to forget, but I, there is one more part that I really want to play here. And then. Of course, Mohammed Atta, who was the ringleader, uh, had an, uh, a driver's license he had originally obtained when he had a visa, <clears throat> but he overstayed the visa, and the license remained valid, and that's another loophole we're going to plug with this new regulation. Okay, I understand there are going to be... Okay, here, here's, the really, here's the bulk of the, the argument here, and here's what I want to talk about. The host goes on to ask about the actual identification card. What is it? How is it different? What's going to be implemented? What's new? And I want you to listen to how Michael Cheritoff answers this question. The three layers of security. What are those? Well, basically, on the face of the document, there will be some kind of a visible type of security, like a hologram. 
but there will be two other security features, one of which will be a covert feature. It could be something like a filament, for example, or something in the actual card itself. And then there will be a uh, secret uh, item in the card that will be only accessible to somebody who has the proper authorization or the proper... Okay, so, wait a minute. So, okay, secret. Ben, there's going to be a hologram, right? Okay, we get that. We know what holograms are. We've seen those. There's going to be a covert feature, and then there's going to be a feature that's secret. It's a secret we can't. Well, we can't tell you because I'm going to stop there. You, you know, you've heard about this. Most most of your listeners have heard. And there's actually a great article that came out on Monday out of the Register, entitled "U.S. Government Sets Real ID Rules in Stone." This is by Dan Gooden and out of San Francisco. And I'll read a little bit. Other critics have renewed their offense on a federal law mandating changes to state-issued driver's licenses after the United States Department of Homeland Security on Friday issued final rules implementing the controversial measure. Security researchers and advocates of civil liberties and states' rights lined up to attack the rules which are required under the Real ID Act of 2005. Um, so, you know, it goes on. Real ID creates United States where individual, individuals are either approved or suspect. And that is a real danger to security and civil rights, said Melissa Wo, director of the Identification and Surveillance Project at the Electronic Privacy Information Center. And uh, the ACLU it's, um, and cons security and consultant Bruce Schneider also weighed in, arguing the measure did little to fight the threat of terrorism or make people more safe and uh, you know more secure. And I have to agree. I mean, this is just this is just unbelievable, Ben. I mean, you know, we heard about this, and a lot of people thought it was conspiracy theory at first. And, um, you know, this has been going on for years, and then we heard about the Real ID Act, and it's like, ah, oh, it'll never pass, it'll never happen. And now it's you know 2008 now. Well, it's happening. And it's happening. And uh, you know, we heard about it with the passports, and now you know with the ID cards, and you know. Again, what is next? Uh, theoretically, it's if everybody reasonable, of course you do, George. <laughs> uh, you know, if, if everybody had their fin fingerprints and everything like that identified and, and the retina scanning, then yeah, we would be safer. But who's controlling it? God, I don't. I don't even think we'd be safer. I don't think so I don't either. Think so either. I just <laughs> Satan has taken oh over this country. Goodness, man. folks, we have to act. We all have to act now. And I know, again, we're, we're going to be preaching to you, preaching to the choir, an awful lot. We understand, but it, it's so important that we get our families and, and our friends and the people that we associate with. We have to get people informed because um, a lot of people don't know about this. And when you when you tell them, it's so crucial to tell them in the right way. So that's what we're going to try to do. And and once again, uh, help us out. Send us some information if you have any more. And uh, we'll go from there. Absolutely. We'll be uh, we'll coming up on a break right here. When we get back, we're going to take some phone calls. We've got uh, skunks on the line, and uh, we'll get back. You'll listen to Animal Farm here on the We the People Radio Network. Stay tuned. What do these so-called Republican frontrunners for president support? Amnesty for illegal aliens like liberals? Out-of-control spending like the Democrats? Nation-building overseas? Wasn't that Bill Clinton's policy? Flip-flopping on the issues? What's Republican about any of that? The real Republican is Ron Paul. The Republicans are losing because they did not keep their promise to end big government at home and nation-building overseas. 
My record is different. Yes, Ron Paul's record is different. Ron Paul has never voted for a tax increase or an unbalanced budget. Ron Paul voted against amnesty for illegal aliens. Ron Paul voted against nation building overseas. Ron Paul follows the Constitution, not the lawyers, not the lobbyists, not the latest poll. Learn more about Ron Paul, the real Republican running for president. Go to ronpaul2008.com. That's ronpaul2008.com. This is Ron Paul, candidate for president, and I approve this message. This message brought to you by grassroots efforts to elect Ron Paul. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order when we are successful, and we will be. We have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the U.S. founders. A microscopic tag be implanted in a person's body to track his every movement. You will rule on that. Mark my words. But the real question is, who will rule the new world order? For a startling revelation of who that man is, go to www.com thenextstrike.com then click on the ominous parallels link at thenextstrike.com Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger or Light Automatic Rifle considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world if you're familiar with FNFAL then visit gunpartsguy.com an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one. But he is the source for parts and the best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email gunpartsguy at hotmail.com. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at gunpartsguy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. Folks, welcome back to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. I'm your host, Tony Pax, and I'm here with my co-host, Ben Miller. Hi. And, of course, we have Pius on the soundboard. Uh, we left off last break just talking about how to get information out, and uh, we will discuss that further, and we want to get your comments. But first, we have a beloved caller calling in, Skunks in Florida. Go ahead, Skunks. You're on the air. Tony, good evening. Hello. Skunks, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Are you there? Hello? Sk- hello, skunks? Hello? Hello? hello. Oh. <laughs> All right, hello, well. Hello. Nevertheless, Ben, until skunks, maybe skunks will call back. But, uh, Ben, l- let me ask you a question that I actually never actually asked you this before. <laughs> How many times did, it, did you make the mistake of trying to tell somebody information? Maybe it was a government conspiracy or something that you found out that to the normal person would sound ridiculous at first unless you looked into it. How many times did you make the mistake of kind of overdoing it and over talking about it, maybe going a little bit overboard and turning someone off. 
That's what I wanted to ask you. Um, I think there's a breaking point for <laughs> Thanks, bud. I think there's a breaking point for everybody. I think there comes to a point where, you know, you kind of, uh, you'll only go so far, you know, in terms of what you'll believe. No matter how much sense somebody's making, there really comes a breaking point where somebody really just says, you know, I can't take this anymore. I just, I, I, I can't take it. This could never happen. It's just beyond human beings to be so evil and yeah. blah, blah, blah. This happens a lot when you talk to people about 9-11, no matter how much it's sense you It's a big topic, make. yeah. It's a rejection um, thing. Yeah, there, there very much is a, an aspect of I don't want to hear this. Uh, this is too, because, because then they, they, they have to, to do it. something. They want to accept it. It means they have to do something if they accept it, and that's, and that's what it is. I mean, I mean, most of the most of the problems in this world are are based off of uh, laziness, if you ask me. Yeah, apathy is also an issue. We do have skunks. Skunks on the line. Can you hear us, skunks? Only I can. Only I can hear you. Oh, skunks. Sorry about that. What's going on? How are you? you were talking about What do you think about it? What are your thoughts? It'll never work. It won't work. Couldn't tell us why. Uh, you'll never, you'll never, you'll never drive on the truck. Well, it's a great point, and I think a lot of New Yorkers feel very similar about these particular issues on immigration where everybody's like, well, you can't just deport everybody out, and I happen to agree with that theory because, again, there's so many jobs right now that are you know, being undertaken by other people. I think, if you, I think if you ask to deport people out, you're really asking for a police state. You're really asking yeah. for a, an incredible sense of surveillance and, and watchdogs everywhere and you know the things that we were just talking about, how you know, yes. in Texas you got people, uh, somebody who may look like a, an illegal immigrant walking down the street and uh, somebody calls the cops on them. I mean, that's, yeah. that's not, in my opinion, you're asking for a police state. Yes, yeah, skunks. So a lot of times what we'll talk about are these, you know, at least at the time they sound a little ridiculous. And even to me, this national ID um, idea was a little ridiculous at first because, again, I, I felt the same way. It's not possible. And who's going to implement it and who's going to accept it? But the bottom line is, and one of the things we notice over time, is that nothing gets implemented right away. It's always over the course of years maybe even tens of years and it seems as though this is another one of those issues where slowly and surely they're going to implement maybe the rfid technology into the id cards or maybe these so-called chertoff covert features into these id cards so i mean uh you know are you against the id cards initially uh not, uh, not at all okay you don't mind having i mean are you someone that travels often uh, uh, a, lot of, a lot of the immigrants, immigrants illegal in this country are doing work that the American person don't want to do. I, I discount that. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that. Um, I, I think I, that. I, I think. I think get out, get out west. You know, working. You know, working. Your average American citizen don't want to go out there and work for five dollars an hour. Well, they don't. But I don't think the in, the picking fruit industry wasn't always at five dollars an hour. They used to get paid a lot more, you know. I mean, it maybe was at five dollars an hour, but there's inflation. Because a lot of jobs out there that illegal immigrants do, and I, I mean, I could tell you down here in Florida, we got a lot of uh, immigrants, whether they're illegal or not, but they're doing a lot of jobs that, you know, uh, your normal young person today frowns upon doing. Right, no doubt. I mean, and again, this I think with this issue, it's impossible, literally impossible to attack it on one front because there's so many elements of this. You have the fact that illegal immigrants are in the country. You have the fact that people are hiring them because they can pay them different wages and they don't have to worry about the paying taxes. And then you have the other issue of, you know, how the government is going to handle this and how it's going to get enforced. And I don't think it's even remotely possible, and please call if you disagree, to think about deportation of every illegal immigrant. I mean, at the same time, Yes, these people are breaking the laws, uh, but at the same time, I have to also place blame on the government. Skunks, what do you think? Uh, I, 
I think you're right on that fact. But once again, I mean, it's, it's the government is is, is implementing a, a minimum wage uh, of down here. I think it's five dollars and fifty cents an hour. Which, you know, who wants to work for that? Yeah, and this is not something that's happened overnight. I mean, this that's a, that's oh, yeah, a genius to figure this out. This has happened over plenty of years. Of course, um, of course. Over the last 30 years, I think uh, it, it's really gotten to the point where it is now, and it's such a huge issue. You hear a lot of like, our candidates for president now talking about it, and I don't. I tell you, Ben, I don't think I've heard anybody really tell me a great idea that's going to fix it, and it's not going to get fixed overnight, no matter what you do. So, it, it, it's a huge problem, and it hurts us uh, financially and economically, and all that. But here's here's the reason why I don't think that. Uh, um, and I thank you for the call, Scott. Here's the reason why I don't think that. Uh, um, you know, the the notion of people don't want to do the jobs that illegal immigrants immigrants are doing is false. And I think that people would want to do the jobs illegal immigrants w- would do if there was a, a market for it. And there there was a market for it a while ago. The problem is, is that illegal immigrants come in. They come from a despotic government that literally has bunk low wages, and they come in and they're willing to work for anything. Americans as a workforce and whole have more of a sense of pride and responsibility and we ask for we ask for uh, larger salaries more pay more pay raises we we understand that workers are a very powerful force in the united states here so when somebody comes in and says i'll work for five dollars they're really lowering the price on the entire market and they're forcing americans to work for lower for lower wages it's not the fact that illegal immigrants are coming in and taking our jobs that's not the problem the problem is is that illegal immigrants are coming in and not understanding the the solid workforce that American Americans have and have had throughout the ages. You know, yeah, we, we've had absolutely. a solid workforce that have that have demanded more pay from their bosses, benefits, things like that. And now, when a legal immigrant comes in and says, "I'll work for dirt cheap to pay my family," which of course they're going to do, how can you deny anyone that that uh, that liberty to do that? You know, they have every right to come in here and try to do that, but at the same time, they're they're really have to understand that they could get more money. Yeah, and the again, the bottom line is that's right, George. And the bottom line is that again, this has happened over so many uh, years. It just it didn't just happen yesterday. This has been going on for so long. And then if you add oh, so much of the exportation to China for so many goods and services, all the stuff kind of culminates into one big problem. Uh, and then the other thing too, then the reason why I had had you read that article, Ben, and we talked about the immigration problem and they're heading north and there's all kinds of issues with the border, is that you have Chertoff talking about how these ID cards are going to help immigration because it's going to be a real identification card and it's going to be you know maybe biometrically uh, infused and whatever. But then you have Elliot Spitzer, and I have to go back to this maybe three four months ago, and this is uh, governor in New York. Elliot Spitzer wanting to give driver's licenses out to illegal immigrants. And, I'm an excellent driver. Well, there you go. And, and, and think about the, the argument he used was, oh, well, this is going to get the immigrants into the light. We're going to see who they are. So, every, you know, every which way you look, it's the same argument, but it's three different ways to implement it. So, I don't know. Uh, we got Richard in North Carolina. Go ahead. Yeah, golly, golly. I'm, I'm... Hello? Hello? Go ahead, Richard. You're on the air. Oh, I have an echo. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't have one now. Um, I don't know if I'm fully in touch with the argument as it's been evolving, but um, as the the issue about the the immigrants and NAFTA and so forth, I take in the context of an attack on the middle class of America and the denigration of the economy here, and the, ultimately, you know, serfdom for you and me and royalty for somebody else. What would you say, Richard? Um, give me some ideas on how to fix this problem. Again, I don't think you can give me one answer. If you can, great, do it. But what would you do if, I mean, if you were in office? What are some ideas that you have to fix it? 
Well, that's really well, that's... the the nub of the question, isn't it? Um, the biggest problem in terms of changing this at all is the fact that the media is owned by somebody else, and that somebody else are the folks that want to maintain the myth of elections and the myth of uh, the presidency as a power per se, and uh, hide themselves. So. Unless you can fix the the media, and you know, Bernays talked about this back in the in the teens of the last century, and uh, that Garibald's had his books on his shelf and pointed to them proudly, ways of manipulating the people and the the control of the media is the way to do that. Absolutely. And, oh, you're you know, right. Just to reiterate. Well, you're right, then. you're right. And you, you're always right. <laughs> just to reiterate, and great point, Richard. Edward Bernays, check him out, uh, had a lot to do with how things were going on at that time. But Ben, you wanted to comment. Um, no, I just I, I want to say that I wholeheartedly agree with what you're saying uh, when it comes to the middle, cr- middle class. We're coming up on a break shortly. Richard, do you want to hang on the line? I got a question for you when we uh, when we get back. I want to ask you if you think that this is purposely being done or not. Um, can you hang on the line there? Thank you. Great. Thanks. We'll be back, folks, momentarily. You're listening to the Animal Farm here on We the People Radio Network. Stay tuned. People who use Cardivite know about the pollutants in our body and want them out. For over five years, Cardivite has proven itself time-tested. Here's Dr. Matson, a naturopathic doctor's thoughts on Cardivite. In our mind, there isn't such a great big mystery to disease anymore. This basic tenet of yeast in the gut and metals in the liver covers at least 70-80% of the diseases that we see. When we do our program, you know, herbal formulas like Cardivite, and you see someone who could barely walk up a hill now going for regular jobs, few months later, we know we're doing something right. It's a well-thought-out formula. I mean, the idea of it working on yeast and metals both at the same time and liver function is dead on. You'll find, I think, that it'll work more than just on on heart problems and circulation problems. It'll work on other problems as well. For more information, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at www.heartdrop.com. That toll-free number again, 1-877-928-8822. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238 or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, 
parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. Folks, you're back. You're listening to the Animal Farm here on We the People Radio Network. I'm your host, Ben Miller, hanging here with Tony Pax. Um, we have Richard from uh, North Carolina on the line, and I had posed a, Richard, uh, a question to Richard earlier, and he had, I had said to him, do you think this is purposely being done, Richard? And you want me to answer now? Sure. Well, I think the question is the second question. I think that is a second question. I think the first question is, is that you have to identify what you think the powers are that control everything, if there are any. So you have to look at things like the military-industrial media complex. That's one. You have to look at the transnational uh, corporate powers. You have to look at uh, financial groups like the Carlyle Group and the Bank of International Settlements and what they do. Then you have to look also at the... Oh, the secret government that includes the CIA and drug running and all that good stuff that uh, anyway talk, Senator anyway talked about and Bill Moyers talks about, even though both of those guys, well, at least Moyers I know is a Council on Foreign Relations guy, so you always have to look twice at what they say. Um, but uh, you have to look at all those things, as well as the neocon cabal, you know, the current middle managers. Um you have to ask yourself to what degree do these folks co- do these folks coordinate between each other, and if there are rifts sometimes and so forth. And I think you've seen evidence of that in the past that they're not always coordinated. But I think that the general process moves along um, purposeful. Yeah, I think that uh, yeah, I mean, you can go the way of Alex Jones and think yeah, these things are you know, all leading towards an 80% die-off, or you can simply be a peak oil theorist and think that they're all 80% die-off anyway because of the lack of fertilizer and so forth in the future. And, I mean, you see how complex it gets when you ask that question. Yeah, no doubt, Richard. I mean, you bring up some great points, and I think it's it's so nice to have someone uh, informed that way. You know, we could have a, a real deep discussion about these members and what they're doing and actually talk names. But, you know, to the average person, it's so difficult to get through, even just on the fact that it's an issue and to have them not just kind of pawn it off on some kind of uh, ridiculous reason. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'd have to say definitely I would agree. I don't think it's possible that this could be an accident. Um, so many things have been going on for so long, and, and if they, to talk about the Alex Jones mentality that maybe you know maybe the idea is to turn America into more of a third world country um, for whatever reason, maybe for financial reason, it's a control. So, well, Richard, you talk about the the powers that be sort of uh, you know combining their thoughts and their and their lessons, and, and we all know that you know there is a Bilderberg conference once a year where uh, members of the elite, topest, most highest members of the uh, media establishment. Uh, the corporate establishment, the uh, war establishment, politician, 
the most famous politicians all meet and gather once a year, and literally what they talk about ends up happening. I mean, I, I think I think that there certainly is a, a, a coercive uh, cohesion between all of the elite members. Um, so when Lou Dobbs sits there and talks about the war on the middle class, I, I really do think that he has a point. Yeah, and, and, and certainly I don't think he he doesn't really go to the Bilderberg, Carlisle, Pinac type level. He won't talk about. But the, he has touched upon the New World Order. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely, and he'll talk about the the Trans-Texas Corridor and stuff. And I think I give him a lot of credit for doing that much. But um, Richard, any last thoughts about this before we uh, go to another break? No, just that uh, I have enjoyed the show and I enjoy being able to participate. Thanks so much, Richard. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you. Goodbye. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. <laughs> All right, folks, we're back. You listen to the Animal Farm here on the We the People Radio Network. I am your host, Ben Miller. Website is animalfarmshow.com. I am name is also animalfarmshow.com. Um, call in number is 888-202-1984. That's 888-202-1984. We love your participation. Give us a call in. Let us know what you think about the show. Let us know what you want to uh, talk about or any topics or anything. Yeah, well, unfortunately, Ben, I, I was eating dinner, and I came across another unfortunate article. Um, and this is just amazing. There was actually two articles. One came out of Health Day, and it was entitled, Foods from Clone Animals Safe to Eat. And this is from the FDA. And oh, I'm, crap. I know this is going to get a lot of people uh, fired up, and they're going to want to call in. So please do. Tuesday, January 15th at a Health Day, food products such as meat and milk that come from cloned animals are as safe to eat. As foods from conventionally bred animals, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration stated Tuesday, the announcement seemingly lifts the last government barrier to the sale of meat, milk, and other food products from cloned cattle, swine, goats, and their offspring. Swine. Oh, my goodness. However, the food producers suggested they would move slowly before embracing the controversial technology to gauge consumer reaction to the possibility of eating foods from cloned animals and their progeny. So, meat and milk from cattle, swine, and goat clones are as safe to eat. As any other uh, what food. What is swine? What swine? What swine? Pig, yeah. Oh. Just, you know, that's why we use it as bad words. Oh, it was an insult. <laughs> so, I mean, here's, here's what really made my stomach turn. Oh, I <laughs> Besides the obvious reason to turn anyone's stomach uh, thinking about this, the USDA fully supports and agrees with the FDA's final assessment meat and milk from clone cattle, swine, goats, and their offspring pose no safety concern. But then I look into the Washington Post and just happen to catch the article saying the USDA recommends that food from clones stay off the market. And this <laughs> is literally. Ben, this is the next day. This is a Wednesday, and the previous article was Tuesday. It's not like I'm digging this up from years ago. The U.S. Department of Agriculture yesterday asked U.S. farmers to keep their cloned animals off the market indefinitely, even as the Food and Drug Administration officials announced that food from cloned livestock is safe to eat. Bruce I. Knight, the USDA's Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Programs, requested an ongoing voluntary moratorium to buy time for an acceptance process that Knight said consumers in the United States and abroad will need, given the emotional nature of the issue. And it goes on <laughs> to talk about that this has actually been going on. There are farmers that have actually used semen from uh, offspring of cloned animals to produce meat. So, Ben, chances are you, myself, our listeners, Pius, and our friends and loved ones have been eating 
meat from cloned animals. And I mean, they want to come in here and they want to kill us. I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, folks. I'm not an expert on, uh, you know, on, on on all this type of this particular issue, but I don't know if I really want to eat food from cloned animals. I don't know if I want to do that. It doesn't seem like it's right, and if, if it's no. controlled by the government, certainly not. Well, but I can um, speak for myself. I'm a I'm a bumbling fool, and I just. I just stuff my face with all types of stuff, but Tony, you're you're much more of a health nut. You're oh, I don't you're, know, Ben. I you know you're Instagram in fit. Well, I mean, you drink beer and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and again, the thing that really, I almost spit up my, my chicken cutlets tonight. Executives from the nation's genetically modified <laughs> chicken cutlets. <laughs> this, is, this, is like, this is George Orwell, uh, you know, even worse than that. Executives from the nation's major cattle cloning companies conceded yesterday that they have not been able to keep track of how many offspring of clones have entered the food supply despite a years-old request by the FDA to keep them off the market pending completion of the agency safety report. And then it says, um, I'm not going to repeat that one where they've already used the semen from the cloned animals. But again, I mean, these two articles alone, I mean, you have to scratch your head. You have one that says the USD recommends that food stay off the market. Then you have ones that says the FDA, uh, says they, they say that food from cloned animals is safe to eat. And in one article, they said that the FDA and the USDA are in total harmony. They both agree, blah, blah, blah. There's no safety concerns. But yet the other article says, you know, there's no, there hasn't been enough time to test it. No safety. Double Run that by me again. I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe all the stuff that's going on, maybe it's the reason why cancer rates are high. Maybe why, you know, and I'm not just saying on clone animal issue. I'm just saying in general, the food in our country is awful. Our obesity level is outstanding. Our, over, you know, the, the, the disease and, and, um, you know, the, we have people in this country that are overweight more than any other country. Man, I heard a, I heard a, a statistic the other day about women's uh, feet sizes actually growing. Oh my God! For them, so they could support their big, large <laughs> bodies, and they could. Well, um, yeah, it's just it's kind of the way it is. The body reacts to certain uh, climate conditions, and of course, if you become heavier, your legs have to become shorter. <laughs> That's no news. But I mean, just look around, you folks. So just we're going to turn into giant ogres. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm certainly not the healthiest person in the world, and I'm, I, you know, I'd be a hypocrite if I said, uh, oh, you need to be more healthy. But at the same time, I mean, it doesn't take a genius. Walk down the street, drive down the street, just take a look over your shoulder, and, and you'll realize this country is large, and we are the largest nation oh, yeah. in the world. And on top of that, I, uh, it's not just about being fat and overweight and obese. It's about disease, and it's about diabetes, and it's about autism, and there's so many health concerns. And, and like I always say, Ben, and you always say, uh, every which direction you look in this country alone, you will find massive problems. And it's not just problems that have happened overnight. It's problems that have been going on since the 80s, since the 60s, since the 20s. Um, so yeah, we're, 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 years passed. Yeah. Mankind became stupider at frightening <laughs> rate. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, this is, it's, it's coming at us from all angles, and that's what the biggest problem is. It's, this, is this is death by a thousand needles. I mean, this is... What's going to be happening to our country, it's just like, I, I think about it during the day, and it just depresses the hell out of me. You know, the fact that, that our, our food sources are just screwed up, our water sources are screwed up, Absolutely. our politics are screwed up, our foreign policy is screwed up, our monetary policy is screwed up. There's just nothing right that's happening. It's just it's yeah. depressing to watch a great country like America kind of slip towards towards that that despair the same way Russia did, you know, just yeah. towards that totalitarianism. There you go. <laughs> Get over, Jenny. 
It's over. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is, you know, we, we're not just here to rant and rave and um, just give you the bad news. We want to try to give you the good news. If it's out there, we'll try to find it. Give us the good news. But at the same time, we're going to try to find some solutions, and we want to talk, and we want to be, dare I say the word, progressive. You know, we're not liberals here, Ben, but we do want to think uh, about progressing, getting back on our feet. And another reason why we're such huge Ron Paul fans, we have a lot of Ron Paul news uh, tonight, and we will have much more, I'm sure, as the primaries and the caucuses continue. Um, but you know who I'm digging is that Ron Paul guy. <laughs> yeah, Howard Stern, absolutely. Like him or, like him or hate him. Real. I got to say, man, I mean, we'll talk about, you know, we'll talk about that more when we come back from the brain, but when we come back from the break, but uh, I got to say, man, I love We People Radio Network. We're getting, like, tons of feedback here, tons of emails. You guys are great. Uh, keep emailing us, keep IMing us, uh, and keep calling us. We love you. We'll be right back. You're listening to Animal Farm on the We People Radio Network. Stay tuned. Thank you. The Bill of Rights protects every American's God-given right to keep and bear arms. Now that right is being seriously undermined as legally registered rifles are being confiscated in some parts of our country. If we're not careful, we may find ourselves with no right to own guns. And that's where Gun Owners of America comes in. Gun Owners of America is in Washington every day fighting for you to keep that right. Congressman Ron Paul has called GOA the only no-compromise gun lobby in Washington. You need to be part of this great grassroots group of activists who are keeping the heat on their members of Congress. Find out right now how you can join. Call 888-886-GUNS and get started receiving their fact-filled newsletters and action alerts. Call 888-886-GUNS or go to their webpage at gunowners.org and help make your voice heard in Washington. Make that call right now and call Gun Owners of America at 888-886-GUNS. Remember, it's not just about gun control, it's about control. Folks, you're back. You're listening to the Animal Farm here on We the People Radio Network. I'm your host, Ben Miller, chilling with my uh, partners in thought crime, Tony, Max, <laughs> and good ben Wyeth on the board. I got this article right here. Ex-congressman, oh. UN delegate, indicted as part of terrorist fundraising ring. Unbelievable when I read that. Incredible. A former congressman and delegate Whoops. to the United Nations was indicted Wednesday as part of a terrorist fundraising ring that allegedly sent more than 130000 to an Al-Qaeda and Taliban supporter who was threatened. Let's not jump to conclusions here. He was indicted. (laughs) 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 Supporter who has threatened U.S. and international troops in Afghanistan. The former Republican congressman from Michigan, Mark Deli Zilizander, was charged with money laundering conspiracy and obstructing justice for allegedly lying about lobbying. Senators on behalf of an Islamic charity that authorities said was secretly sending funds to terrorists. You're a liar. 
You're a liar. We'll try. <laughs> we'll try to maintain our uh, innocence until proven guilty here on the on the animal farm. And folks, you're a I mean, criminal, and you deserve to go where you're going. And I'm going to take you there. Pyth does not think so. <laughs> All right, Robert. Well, Pyth is the is the third man here. And no. folks, we are having you know if you've heard, there's a couple of audio things going on here, a little technical difficulties. We're just getting our feet wet here at We the People, so just bear with us. But uh, thank you again for all the support. Yes, and we are sound junkies, and we, we, <laughs> we are hardcore about a we will fix it. high-quality <laughs> show. We will fix it. So, Excellent. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and I want to talk about Ron Paul, Ben. We barely, I don't think we've even mentioned his name this whole time, maybe once or twice. But, uh, <laughs> again, the Fox News Channel, man, if, 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 if nothing else, it's, it's pure entertainment, and, and it makes the uh, network out of um, V for Vendetta look very, very mild. Nevertheless, <laughs> uh, most of you heard about the Gulf prankster possible message source. Uh, with the Iranian speedboat. Yeah, well, you know, we read this article. At first, you know, the, the military came out and said that they were threatened by this, this source about, and they thought it was Iranian speedboat, but out of Cairo, Egypt, I got this out of Yahoo News, a threatening radio message at the end of a video showing Iranian patrol boats swarming near U.S. warships in the Persian Gulf may have come from a prankster. Rather than the Iranian vessels, the Navy Times newspaper had reported. Again, the Navy Times reported this. A video and audio of the January 6th incident in the Strait of Hormuz, oh my goodness, featured a man in accented English saying, I am coming to you, you will explode after minutes. Now, most of you have heard this story, so I don't want to go too far into it, but the Fox News coverage, and I think um, there was a nice little montage out of Think Progress that put the whole thing in place. It was at first Brian Kilmeade who, you know, just he just loves war. Brian Kilmeade, if you know him, he just always wants to blow up other people. We countries. have a little nickname for Brian Kilmeade here. Do you want to do you want to give people farm. the nickname? I mean, you it's all you, Ben. You you <laughs> gave not the, you're, you're, disassoci you're disassociating yourself with my name. I have other names that I can't mention on the network cuz of profanity. They're potty humor names. His 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 name so happens to be Skidmark. Okay, well, all right. So from now on, oh, boy. <laughs> Russell uh, not not Russell and uh, um, what's his Crystal? <laughs> Crystal. Glenn, Beck Glenn, Beck. Is, Glenn Beck is known as the turd here on the Farm <laughs> Show. <laughs> and Brian Kilmeade is known as Skidmark. Okay, so Brian Kilmeade, uh, a.k.a. You, Skidmark. If you don't know him by face, you'll probably recognize his voice. But this guy, I don't know what this, this guy's deal is. Nevertheless, there's a nice little montage here from when the story first broke. Brian Kilmeade wanted to single-handedly take a nuke and fly it to Iran. Because just, <laughs> he, just, he just wants to blow up, he wants to blow up any country that uh, doesn't call themselves the United States. But it, let me play the montage here. Yesterday, five small Iranian boats got too close to comfort in the Gulf by threatening three American warships. Was this a mistake not to blow these other Iranians? He used to burn his GI Joes, man. Why? He's interviewing, uh, and again, we're not going to hear the, the commentary back and forth, but this is just Brian Kilmeade, and then it goes into the Fox and Friends like, well, wait a minute, you know, this didn't sound right at first anyway. Not destroy these speedboats. General, I, I think that they had a chance to see, number one, about our, our command structure, yeah. if commanders can make a, uh, a tough decision, to have the courage to do it, and that they have the power to do it, and we dropped the ball. I mean, they no, provoked uh, us, they dropped crates in the water saying they're mines, and remember what happened? Barely giving this general, uh, you know, a moment, because Brian obviously knows, Brian Kilmeade knows more about war than this, this, this general guy, so he's obviously just, come on, you know, give me, give me the satisfaction, shouldn't we have bombed them? To the USS Cole. A small rubber raft blew a hole and killed uh, U.S. soldiers and Navy. Yeah. We had an opportunity to send a message to a nation that's been needling us for about 20 years. There's a real good possibility that the guy who was saying, hey, I'm, you're going to about to explode in two minutes, 
was not actually anybody in the boat. You know what, guys? I have to tell you, I thought I had flipped my lid last week when I first heard... I don't know who this lady is, but she's the only voice of reason on this show, at least in this particular instance. Because I remember sitting in my office and thinking, you got to be kidding me. That voice does not sound to me, number one, like an Iranian accent, not that I'm... It sounded like Borat. Well, it sounded like it just sounded weird. Yeah. And I remember sitting there, and I, I remember I stopped what I was doing, and I looked up at the television, and I'm like, Really? That's really somebody, that's really the Iranian in that boat talking to the U.S. authority. Uh, and now it turns out that it maybe wasn't. And my question is, if I had those questions, <laughs> I'm by no means a naval authority. Why didn't anyone else have those they, questions? They're calling it a possible... Uh, now, at this point, the, the expression on Brian Kilmeade's face is, is that of... My mommy just took away my Nintendo, and I'm punished without television because I got an, a D on my math, you know, report at this point. He, he's just so distraught, and and he doesn't have that fire in his eye, you know. He's so upset. Like, oh God! I wanted to kill him. The, the laugh of Satan. A hoax from a man called the Filipino monkey. Let's listen to the see the incident and listen to the voice. <laughs> Now, here's the thing. Apparently, in this area, they have known for years. This guy's been out there, a legendary figure, this uh, Filipino monkey, for 25 years. Guys have heard this guy for years, and what he does is he listens to uh, the radio traffic out there, and he badgers whoever's talking. Hey, let me interject for a second. Maybe that's all we'll play, but maybe I'm irrational. The government wants to seize every single aspect of our lives. They want us to have national ID cards with biometrics put in and RFID chips. They want to filter the Internet. They want to monitor the Internet. They want to know what books we're taking out. They want to know what music we listen to. We, they want to know every step we take. They want cameras in the bathrooms, cameras on the streets, and most of this is something that they've already accomplished. Mm -hmm. Why, then, are our apparent enemies able to prank us in the water without <laughs> us knowing? With those evildoers. We have cameras. Do we not have satellites with cameras that can see down, like through walls? You know, using uh, heat sensing technology. I mean, uh, this is this pardon is my sense. ignorance here, folks. But all I keep seeing is the government wants to take our liberties away. The border is still wide open and not secure, ultimately. Yet, and I, a person on shore called the the Filipino monkey <laughs> can totally confuse our military into thinking that it was it was a threat. I mean, I, I, am I being irrational here? I, I just can't believe this. So it makes perfect sense that he would inject himself into this because he heard the warships talking to these oncoming boats, which were the, coming toward the warships, certainly provocative. But can you imagine, had we blown those little boats out of the water, Ugh. find out, you know, they didn't have bombs, and in fact it was the Filipino monkey who was somewhere on shore, pulling well, You know, we're just looking for an excuse these days. I don't have to tell you that. No, I'll stop it there. But, I mean, again, I mean, I had a CD when I was, geez, when I was 9, 10 years old. I had one of the best CDs in the town. And, of course, I'd go on Channel 9 once in a while, and that was the police channel. You were supposed to stay off Channel 9. We red. Stay off. And, you know, I was a little, you know, SOB, and I used to get out of line, of course. You, know, you were I was born a rebel. I was no. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Alex. And I, I was bad. I mean, Ben, I was, I was, I definitely uh, got in trouble. But, yeah, I'd go on Channel 9, and I would, you know, blah, 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 check, check, 109, you know, this and that. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it just, it's... Nowadays, it's, you'd be a terrorist. It's hard to believe, man. I, I, I completely 
completely wholeheartedly think that we have the best military in the world. I think our intelligence is, is top-notch, and I think if we use it for the right reasons, which can be debated, uh, I don't think anything like this would happen. But nevertheless... I mean, I mean Brian Kilmeade, the skid mark, uh, is sitting there, is sitting there saying that, you know, we had an opportunity to teach them a lesson. This country that's been badgering us for 20 years, was that... Was that before or after we overthrew their pro-American government and yeah. put in a dictator? Well, that's, that's funny that you mentioned that, Ben, because, um, and, and you'll have to help me with the name, but Ron Paul, and I do want to get into a little Ron Paul stuff, but at the recent Fox News debate, uh, when you challenge Ron Paul on TV uh, or over the radio in any interview situation, Ron Paul, 99 out of 100 times, will own you at the end of it. Uh, he's so good and he's so knowledgeable that it's almost impossible to attack him, and yet Fox News keeps doing it. Uh, despite the fact that they keep blowing up out of the sky. And I want to play this clip just to show the tactic of Fox News. And, and dig up that name, Ben, when we're done. This, this is unbelievable. Oh, Another know. question about electability. Do you have any, sir? There's always the question as to whether or not... Paul answers with, uh, well, this is Ron Paul. Well, we've only had two little primaries so far, so it's pretty premature to decide which one is going to be the candidate. But, you know, when, when you think about it, if you measured everything I've ever said, every t vote I've ever taken against the Constitution, you know, I'm a strict constitutionalist. Are you suggesting the Republicans should write me off because I'm a strict constitutionalist? I'm the most conservative member here. I have voted, you know, against more spending and waste in government than anybody else. So you're suggesting that I'm not electable and the Republicans don't want me because I'm a strict fiscal conservative? Because I believe in civil liberties? Why should we not be, be defending civil liberties? And why should we not be de talking about foreign policy that used to be the part of the Republican Party? Mr. Republican Robert Taft didn't even want us to be in NATO. And you're saying now that we have to continue to borrow money from China to finance this empire that we can't afford? I, let me see if I get this right. We, we need to borrow $10 billion from China, and then we give it to Musharraf, who's a military dictator who overthrew an elected government, and then we go to war, we lose all these lives promoting democracy in Iraq. I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> Ron Paul really laying it on the line. It's true. And if you think about our foreign policy, it makes no it, sense. It makes no sense. The idea that, well, you know, it makes perfect sense what you really think about it, but... but yeah, uh, from well, I mean, from a layman's point well, of view. Everything is motivation, Ben, and that's the bottom line with everything we're going to talk about is motivation. If you think the government cares about you and your well-being, you're going to have trouble digesting the material we're going to talk about on this show and pretty much any show on this network for the most part. Not yep. to categorize all of us in one place, but um, if you realize something is not right, if you realize that there is at least some motivation to do something other than keep Americans happy and healthy and free, then, yeah, then you're going to do just fine. Then you're going to realize that what we're talking about is right. And we could debate all day on who's running things, you know, the Illuminati or the, 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 the silver owls or the devil or UFOs or aliens. I don't really know, and, and that's something that I'd love to talk about. But at the bottom line is we, we do know uh, what goes into law. We do know what tries to get passed into law. So we do know at least some names on who's behind the, the bigger picture, at least. Okay. 
And you're saying and you're saying that this isn't appealing to Republicans. Where did where did this come about? I think this is a Republican message. I defend the platform. It used to say we got rid of the Department of Education. It doesn't say that. Now, we as Republicans went and doubled the size of the Department of Education. So where, where have we gone? I think we've lost our way. And then the insinuation that I am less Republican because of that? Congressman, thank you. Yeah, well, good job. Game show. It, yeah. it really is. It, it, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 handled in the same kind of way, and I'm glad Ron Paul had that response. And I think the more you listen to him now, I mean, he's starting to get a little bit more angry than the usual Ron Paul that we that we knew six months ago. And how could you not? I mean, they started they attacked him. They called him a racist recently, which yeah. you know, Ben, and everybody listening knows how bad and how damaging oh, how damaging that can be to any you know person or personality but you know, much less now we have someone running for president um if that gets you know into the hands of the mainstream media and they start really pushing it then that's pretty much campaign over and a lot of people actually did drop out of the ron paul campaign a lot i don't know how many i'm not going to speculate but it's sad because um this is what they do if you know if, if you watch the movie jfk or anybody who tries to step up against the government uh, it's not about, you know, they can't knock you off if you get to a certain stature, but they will try to defend you. They will try to attack your well, personality. Here's, here's the main rule. I mean, if you stand up to the government and you stand up to what's happening right now, you will be suppressed. It doesn't matter how nice you are. It doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter how right you are, how logical, or anything like that. And Ron Paul has been all of those things, in my opinion. Um, you are going to get suppressed. You are going to get quelled, and you are going to get put down in every single way, shape, and form. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, absolutely, so adamantly opposed to that. There, there is just a, a sense of a, a sense of complete uh, suppression here, whether it be a, a psychological suppression, for the most part, I think is is what happens in this country. You know, sure, you could say whatever you want, but you're going to get a hell of a lot of trouble for it. And it's not so much of who's going to give us a lot of trouble. You know, our caller's going to call in. Are they going to? Give us crap for talking, uh, for talking. However, we're talking, or is it going to be my mother? Is it going to be my <laughs> sister? Is it going to be the person down at the bar that that tells us that we're crazy? And that's and those are the people that are closest to us, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we enjoy each other's company, and we do enjoy doing this. And it's great to have so many people support us. And we, you know, we really do this for the listeners, not to get all touchy feely, but it's true. You know, the fact that we have so much support and people out there do care uh, has shown us that you know we're on the right path. But at the same time, Ben. Um, we're doing this more importantly, and, and ultimately we're doing this because we see so many issues that, you know, the, the proverbial line in the sand has been crossed so many times and almost in every direction. I feel like I'm in just one little we circle. We got an issue in America. I sure do, George. <laughs> um, and, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm 26 years old. I mean, I've barely even uh, been introduced to this world and this country, but uh, I know that there are a lot of issues that, you know, in my lifetime, I'm going to have to deal with one way or another. I'm not going to sit there with my head in the sand, Ben, like so many of yeah. my friends, you know. And I think I think that's one reason I personally do the show is because, you know, number one, I do want to get the information out there. But at the same time, it's also a punching bag for me. <laughs> if I don't if I end up don't not doing a show, which I've I've uh, done, I have uh, been off the air for about like six months sure. uh, before we started the animal farm. It's the people around me just want to kill me because I just <laughs> keep talking about government corruption and what's happening in this world and how we all need to wake up and, and do something and get active. And that's a, a really important thing in my book. So sure. Eight, 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 two, zero, two. One nine eight four. We're gonna we're up against a break. Listen to the Animal Farm on We the People Radio Network. We'll be right back. Wir 
Nationalsozialisten vor, mit anderen Parteien nicht arbeiten. But the real question is, who will rule the new world order? For a startling revelation of who that man is, go to www.thenextstrike.com. Then click on the ominous parallels link at thenextstrike.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. The freedom message waking up people everywhere. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network. All right, folks, we're back. You're listening to the Animal Farm here on the We the People Radio Network. The website is animalfarmshow.com. Um, the I am name to give us to give us an I am is Animal Farm Show all one word and our website is also Animal Farm Show all one word and uh, we've gotten some great feedback from people that are uh, listening and we've gotten some emails and uh, some IMs and stuff like that and we thank you all very much for that um, it's great thank to be you. on board the We the People Radio Network I love it here um, 
it's just it's it's great we're, we're to to be able to share the the airwaves with uh, people like Catherine Albrecht and Michael Badnarik and you know Jack Blood and Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. Yeah. It's just it's it's a pleasure. It really is. Yeah, we're really we're really uh, glad to be here, folks, and, and just glad to have the listenership that this network has. And, and I'm sure we're going to get some great calls like we've already had tonight. So, uh, Ben, uh, you know the, I don't want to. I mean, we've harped on Fox News a lot, and of course the uh, Fox and Friends morning show. I guess it starts at five o'clock a.m. Filth. They really are. <laughs> they really unfortunate. I mean, it's like romper room in my opinion, my very humble opinion. But nevertheless, as bad as we've already. Uh, portrayed it as i think it got worse with this one and i gotta play it um yeah i mean it's it's like a circus at this point the new al-qaeda blonde-haired blue-eyed westerners and again a lot of people have heard of this already and and i think uh i think paul joseph watson watson uh, did do an article about this but again i want to play the clip because you wouldn't believe it if i told you so i, I gotta play it Take this for what you will and give us a call, 888-202-1984, about this clip. Have you heard about this new thing going on in Great Britain that Al-Qaeda rooting up all these Britons, essentially, 1,400 strong, apparently, in a new, what's being called a new white Al-Qaeda Army. <laughs> Tougher to detect, potentially. Because okay. they're not Muslims. They look just exactly like right. regular British people. They're converts. <laughs> also, we're going to talk more about the controversy. Again, this is in montage form, folks, so there are breaks. Special subject regarding Al-Qaeda. Are they recruiting a white army now in Great Britain? Some people say it's 1,400 people strong, and why is that important? Because this is what we've always talked about, that if you have people in one country transplanting to another religion, and they maybe aren't exactly what you think they are, that can be more difficult to find. Yeah, they're converting them in prison to uh, to extreme to Muslims. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> oh yeah. Thanks, Brian. Brian. Oh, Brian. All right. Oh, well, you stupid would be an insult to stupid people. Al-Qaeda is building up a white terror army of up to 1,500 operatives in the UK. How soon could they strike us here? And would they be trying to do something similar using convicted criminals? Mike Baker served for more than 15 years as a covert op. All right. There's an interview, and if you want, you can look this up. Just look up uh, the new Al Qaeda. Blonde hair, blue eye, westerners, and again, Fox what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. <laughs> I, I would have to agree, and and you know, I don't know, maybe I'm being irrational here, Ben. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Fox News makes Al Qaeda seem they make them out to be this humongous nation, this this, group, um, this massive group, yeah, and they're everywhere. They're behind their bush. They're gonna they're, they're gonna here. They're white. They're, they're black. They're gray, and they're you know, it's, it's oh man, they are. They are, they are nuts with the Al-Qaeda's everywhere. There's a terrorist behind every uh, every bush and every building. And watch yourself. And, it's you know, amazing. And, and, and now know. they're saying they're white people. Yeah. So now it could be you or me. But, yeah, we've only been on the air tonight for an hour and a half, not even. And we've already spoke about so many issues other than terrorism that are directly affecting Americans in so many ways and so negatively. Um, and that's pretty much the, the the point of our show. There's going to be so many instances where you know we're going to go back to these Fox News blurbs where it's, oh, you know, now Al Qaeda is going to search your you know your carriage on a plane, or they're going to take you, the milk out of your bottle, which has already happened. Uh, you know, they search breast milk for bombs. I mean, it's amazing. And I think Ron Paul said it best. And I don't actually have the quote, and I can't quote him, but he said something along the lines of, "A terrorist is really a weak person, and the group yeah. is a weak organization. They don't have a country." You know, they don't have an army. They don't have any type of organization. They have a very small ideology. Exactly. Uh, a very small group of people. And yeah. I mean, they're, just, they're not big. If, if you think, you know, if you think that the, the however million, six, seven million people being uh, 
you know, watched in this country by our FBI merging with our corporations and watching us. If you think that there are that many Al Qaeda members in this country, you got to have your head examined. Yeah, and if and if you're gonna, if you're going to come back with the argument that oh, okay, yes, they attacked us on 9/11, okay, fine. If you want to have that argument, have that argument. And you're going to say, well, you know, they could they could come into the country, they could have a suitcase nuke, we have to stop them where they breed. Fine, fine. You could have that argument. But here's the other problem. The borders are not secure. So if they're going to come into our country and the borders aren't secure, obviously the government's not really that much involved with taking terrorism away from the country as a possibility. So there's a whole, whole issue here. And, um, you know, give us your comments, 888-202-1984. Um, it, it, every single time, and every time you put on Fox News and then just, just count, get a stopwatch and try to time uh, the segments between how many, how many times they use the word terror and, and terrorism and the threat. And then on top of that, Ben, it's not just Fox News, it's our politicians. I mean, there's been so many great montages of politicians uh, since 9-11 using it. Rudy Giuliani is a great example. I mean, oh, geez, the guy's entire campaign revolves around the idea of terrorism and more specifically, the idea that he is tested and ready and true and maybe i can dig up that other clip the re one of the recent campaigns uh commercials that he produced or his campaign produced ben is it's, it's like a sci-fi horror movie yeah. uh w what's the word trailer yeah it's a, so. it's, a, it's apocalyptic movie trailer government is not the solution to our problem government is the problem you're listening to the animal farm radio show on we the people radio network Give us a call at 888-202-1984. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com. All right, folks. So, you know, it's um, we have a lot of work to do, to say the very least. There's so much, so much to do, and uh, 24 hours in a day, like most pe most of you know, most of you activists know, is just not enough time. Uh, we're doing our best, and we appreciate the support from you. And trying to get off the, um, you know, we have a lot of problems. There's a lot of serious things going on, but there was a very funny, yet not so funny, little commercial that was put together, or kind of like a mini, I don't know what you call it, Ben. It's, it, it's, it's an infomercial. It's like an infomercial. Yeah, and it kind of sums up a lot of stuff that's gone on in the last eight years, and it's entitled New Bush Coins. And I clicked on it because I was like, there's no way they're putting Bush on a coin. Yeah. I, would, I would leave the country tomorrow. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Nevertheless, um, it comes out of Blip TV, and I want to play it, and again, Keep in mind, at least my opinion, is that it's it's very humorous, summing up facts and making humor out of them. But at the same time, it's it's not funny because it's it's based on true truth and true things that have happened. <laughs> the law it will be illegal to be in possession yeah, of precious back, metals please. after the first of the year. That's why all citizens are urged to redeem their coins at any of the over 48,000 Halliburton service stations throughout the United States. <laughs> we call it Operation Change for the Better, and for good reason. First, the new money is based on a petroleum standard, so the coins will appear in gallon denominations instead of dollars, which makes sense since that's where most of your income goes anyway. Let's familiarize ourselves with the new coins, starting with the 10-gallon denomination, which features the president's mother, Barbara Bush, who will forever be remembered for single-handedly changing the world's perspective by noting that the refugees of Hurricane Katrina were better off after the disaster than before. This happy fact is memorialized on the reverse with the adorable image of two lost children paddling past the Superdome. The five-gallon <laughs> coin celebrates our comatose press and the fifth anniversary of Larry King's momentous interview with Elizabeth Taylor on the eve of the Iraq War. This coin is also known as the Buffaloed Press Nickel because of the American bison on the reverse butting heads with the liberal media. 
the one-gallon coin, or the condi, on her Secretary of State, <laughs> Condoleezza Rice, whose solution to Middle East conflict is summarized on the reverse, piping Persia for peace. The half-gallon coin, or the Scalia, depicts the Supreme Court justice against a backdrop of uncounted Florida ballots. While on the reverse, presidential advisor Carl Rove celebrates the modern miracle of electronic voting. Finally, there's the one-cup coin, or the Bracero, honoring the millions of aliens the president welcomed into the American labor pool. It features the unknown Bracero on the front. Well, on the back, more illegals jumped the border and Roger Clark Wilson's gateway to servitude. Yes, a fitting tribute to big business's final triumph over organized labor. The larger denominations begin with the 25-gallon Royal Limbaugh. Celebrating no. uniformity of speech, <laughs> it features a Greco-Roman interpretation of commentators Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity, and Ann Coulter under the banner One Media, One Voice. The 50-gallon coin pays homage to Donald Rumsfeld and the concept of democracy at gunpoint. The 75-gallon coin... <laughs> All right, we're up against a break. I want to play the rest of it when we get back. Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email GunPartsGuy at Hotmail. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at GunPartsGuy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not who owns the Federal Reserve. Ask not why they took the gold out of our contract. Ask not why I wanted to abolish the Federal Reserve. My fellow citizens of the world, ask not. For the first time since the JFK assassination, we have used the Watergate mantra of follow the money, which has led us to a startling revelation on the identity of the mastermind behind the crime. This revelation could blow the Kennedy assassination wide open. To find out who that mystery man is, go to www.thenextstrike.com and click on the channel The JFK Assassination. Republican presidential candidate Ron Paul is unique. Congressman Ron Paul has a principled, consistent voting record that is not dictated by special interests in Washington. Ron Paul has stood resolute against our government's interference overseas, in our economy, and in our personal lives. Ron Paul is the champion of the Constitution. Ron Paul's candidacy is hope for America. Be a part of it. Join us. Thousands already have. Ron Paul has received more donations from men and women in the military than any other candidate. 
Don't believe the cynical lie that we can't fight the big money that funds politics as usual. People of every age, race, and background, united by a message of freedom, peace, and prosperity, are ready to take this country back. Learn more at ronpaul2008.com. That's ronpaul2008.com. This is Ron Paul, candidate for president, and I approve this message. This message brought to you by grassroots efforts to elect Ron Paul. Great host, great topics, free speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. Yes, welcome back to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Uh, we got a couple of callers. Uh, Leo and Mass, hang on. We'll get to your call. Thank you for being patient. I do want to play the end of this clip. We were talking about this funny yet not so funny clip entitled New Bush Coins out of Blip TV. I want to finish it, then we'll get to your call. Coin features Vice President Cheney and the creed for which he's dedicated the bulk of his public life in greed we trust. Uh-huh. On the reverse, <laughs> an American eagle and the price of gas engage in a symbolic race for the moon. Finally, there's the 100-gallon coin or the Bush doubloon. The presidential credo, fighting terrorism by creating it, is featured. While on the reverse, uh-huh. 9-11 recalled under the motto, lest they forget, we'll remind. Here, a new World Trade Center rises from the ashes of the Pentagon, crested by by the men of Iwo Jima. On the right, Vice President Cheney is seen canceling North American fighter cover. While on the left, the president reads my pet goat to Florida kindergarten. Yes, it's a vivid snapshot of that fateful day, captured for all time in 100% depleted uranium. Be among the first to redeem coins worth 100 gallons or more and receive this limited edition doubloon featuring President Bush along with Presidents Hoover and Harding, kindred leaders who also labored under a plunder to come. Yes, it's out with the old, in with the new. Operation Change for the Better from the United States government and Halliburton, working together to round up every cent you have. <laughs> All right. So again, once again, uh, yeah, money is cool. Money is cool. Blip TV. Once again, <laughs> Blip TV. It's entitled New Bush Coins, and I mean, yeah, I want to be really clear on this because, yes, I know it's humorous. I know it's meant to be humorous, but the fact of the matter is, uh, thousands of our own troops and uh, our own Americans, obviously, in our own home soil here, have died because of this, and that's why we're doing this. So I mean, I think it's natural for natural for us to want to make some kind of humor out of what's going on but it's it's really unfortunately it's not it's not funny whatsoever and if i were fighting for this country in the military if i knew someone who uh had died in the service in the war then uh, i think i'd be a lot more upset but nevertheless uh leo in massachusetts is calling leo go ahead hi well hi welcome to the program programming uh-oh thanks leo we appreciate it are you, are, you, are, you, are you hearing the echo that I'm hearing? Uh, we're having, unfortunately, there's a couple of echo issues tonight that we're having for callers. Um, is it's, uh, we're just trying to deal with that, but hopefully it will cut out as soon as possible. Just keep talking. Anyway, um, anyway hey, um, speaking of, um, could you play the uh, George Carlin clip? That oh, the, the one where George Carlin talks about the owners of America? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one too. Is that all you want to talk about, Leo? Oh, no, 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 no. I want to... Oh, I'd love to have you do this whole Fredonia thing with the uh, Marx Brothers and stuff. <laughs> yeah. We're going um, to war, we're going to war, we're going to war. I do have the Carlin. I'm going to dig up one of the Carlin clips that we do. I know we have one of those, but what are your? I mean, what's your thoughts? I mean, we played that clip obviously, and, and again, there are some really funny moments when you have put you them played, in. Uh, on the uh, all the Republicans and and Zell Miller going danger, danger, uh, 9/11, 9/11. Does, does, yes, does, we have. Does, 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 done to the tune of the uh, Carmina Burena. 
I'm actually not familiar with that one. Uh, I'm, I'm a little lost at this I'll point. Email it. Email it. Yeah, please do. Absolutely. And like we said before, um, you know, email us w whatever you can, folks. If there's stuff that we're missing, if there's any additional information um, about stuff that we've talked about, issues, uh, then yeah, give us the information. Leo, thanks for the call. And I, I did. We do have a quick George Carlin clip that uh, I'm gonna give it give it a whirl. It's it's actually a really good clip and it has a lot of truth to it. And it's not like your usual George Carlin where it's very funny. It's actually the more and more you listen to George Carlin from the 70s to the 90s to present day, he's getting a lot more grumpy, obviously. But he also talks a lot more <laughs> about politics. And I think uh, this this clip really exemplifies uh, some of the more recent material. But if you talk to one of them about this, if you isolate one of them, you sit them down rationally, you talk to them about the low IQs and the dumb behavior and the bad decisions, right away they start talking about education. That's the big answer to everything. Education. They say we need more money for education. We need more, more, more books, more teachers, more classrooms, more schools. Uh, we need more testing for the kids. You say to them, well, you know, we've tried all of that, and the kids still can't pass the test. You say, oh, don't you worry about that. We're going to lower the passing grades. And that's what they do in a lot of these schools now. They lower the passing grades so more kids can pass. More kids pass. The school looks good. Everybody's happy. The IQ of the country slips another two or three points. And pretty soon, all you'll need to get into college is a fucking pencil. Got a pencil? Get the fuck in there. It's physics. <laughs> and everyone wonders why 17 other countries graduate more scientists than we do. Education. Politicians know that word. They use it on you. Politicians have traditionally hidden behind three things. The flag, the Bible, and children. No child left behind. No child left behind. Oh, really? Well, it wasn't long ago you were talking about giving kids a head start. Head start, left behind. Someone's losing f***ing ground here. <laughs> but there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason for this. There's a reason education sucks. And it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. Yeah. Well done, George Carlin. And, uh, you know, again, like I said, the more you listen to him from the 90s on, you know, the more he gets involved with these types of issues. And um, once again, Leo, thanks for the call from Massachusetts. Anybody who's called tonight, if you've been dropped, if, if there's been any technical difficulties, that's, uh, that's our fault. We apologize. Obviously, it's our first show, so we're just getting our feet wet here. And, and definitely call next week. Uh, we do appreciate Sorry. the input. Yes, thank you, Pyth. And uh, so uh, it is what it is. You know, there's a lot of issues. We're going to try to cover all of them. And, and, and again, thank you for the calls, the support. Give us the information, and uh, and definitely Leo, send us that information that you have there. If you have any clips, uh, just email us. Uh, email us. Go to the website animalfarmshow.com. Quickly, Ben, uh, we don't have too much time left, but. I did want to touch briefly. What do we got? Well, I mean, you know, we barely even talked about finance. Finance is one of the most important issues, especially. I don't know if you've been paying attention, and I mean, the, overall, you, everybody listening, but since the new year, folks, the market has been doing horribly. Oh, yes. And I've, and I've told you, Ben, and I've told Pius, and I, I've, I've promised the listeners uh, plenty of times when we were on Revere that we're going to get some guests on here to really talk. We need some experts, because I'm certainly no expert on finance, and I probably never will be, but I promise that uh, we will get someone in here to talk, because it's really getting to the point where every which way you look now, you're going to find one word. You can't really talk to somebody that's says that the economy is good anymore. Everybody sort of have this wow. has this understanding that you know there there is this recession going on and the housing bubble and and, and things like that and the inflation of the dollar. Yeah. I mean, if uh, you can to ask people and they can say it, but it's not true. And the majority and uh, well, 
you know, there's three way more than the majority yeah, well, is the, really the, aware of what's happening. The three percent of people out there with Bush Cheney stickers still on their bumpers will tell you, "Oh yeah, the the George con- w. It's great to yeah, thank you, George. And it's, it's great to have a devalued dollar. It's good for the economy. But you know, we know better here at the We the People Radio Network at the Animal Farm, and you listeners certainly know better than we do. But at a BBC, I wanted to talk about this article uh, because it deals with Merrill Lynch and it's entitled "Recession," and that's the word Ben that I was going to say. I mean, every which way you look now, we're talking recession. Put on CNBC. Put on any channel for that matter in the morning when the stock market's open and you're going to hear is there a recession is it coming but the fear recession in the u.s economy has already arrived according to a report from merrill lynch it said that friday's employment report which sent shares tumbling worldwide confirmed that the u.s is in the first month of a recession its view is controversial, with banks such as Lehman Brothers disagreeing. But a reserve member of the committee uh, that sets U.S. rates warned that it could do little about the below-trend growth expected in the next six months. I am con- yeah, really. I am concerned that the, that the developments on the inflation front will make the Fed's policy decisions more difficult. In 2008, Charles Plosser, president of the Federal Reserve Bank in Philadelphia, Philadelphia said. He was referring to the problems faced by the U.S. Federal Reserve, which might want to cut interest rates to avoid a recession again, but is worried about inflationary factors such as $100 a barrel oil. An official, and this is, this is uh, another part of the article, an official ruling on whether the U.S. is in recession is made by the National Bureau of Economic Research. But this decision may not come for two years. I love how they have to... They have to <laughs> it's like a process. Like, what, what are you spending our money on? I mean, you have to wait two well, years to find out if we're in a recession. Why don't you um, just talk to the people on the streets, man? The one part of the article that I think is really important, that, you know, and a little bit that I do know about, economics uh and, and you know we talk about i talk to people and we said oh yeah everybody's like oh the economy when the dow industrial was doing so well when it broke ten thousand, all oh, the economy's doing great the economy's doing wonderful but um this article goes on to say uh, about the decline in the economic activity spread across the economy itself it bases its assessment on final figures on a p- employment personal income industrial production and sales activity and i think the reason why to me it's so important being such a you know adolescent person when it comes to finance ben is everybody just seems to think that if the dow industrial jones is doing so well that that means the economy is doing well yeah never mind the average household income what people are making these days the price of oil the price of housing so um, one of the real things to base it on is how much how much get on the milk costs yeah, I mean, simple stuff like that's, that that's one of the things that's very important because yeah. that really that that goes to show what the market's doing. And it goes to, to show what you know what the inflationary rate is like, and you know how much is if a gallon, gallon of milk is incredibly expensive, then you know maybe our value is being devalued, maybe our dollar is being devalued, or perhaps it's uh, it's um, you know it could be the oil thing where it's a hundred dollars a barrel and everything costs much more to uh, transport and to ship and. And stuff like that. Yeah, well, Ben, you know, I, I like to, I like to think to myself at the age of 26 that I have my whole life ahead of me. But um, money is a huge problem. We're up against the break. We will return the Animal Farm Radio Show and We the People Radio Network. Stay tuned. Hi, my name's Don Wiskin, and for over seven years I've been telling people about Cardivite. Here's Dr. John Matson, a naturopathic doctor, and his views on Cardivite. I would like to thank you, Don. 
for making my job so much easier because your products just make it so simple, right? To fool around with a lot of exotic things that don't work. We can just put them on Cardivite and things start to work almost right away. I've had dozens and dozens of patients with heart problems who have corrected them. And what it's doing, there's so much garlic in there that has a yeast-killing effect. That yeast is a big problem in the gut, pushes the liver heart. It also has metal chelating effect. And most of the other herbs in there find that strengthen the arteries. They help to neutralize free radicals. Your remedy is as close to what we do in our program as you can get as far as one supplement goes. It's working on the gut, working on the liver, working on the arteries. What more can you ask for? To learn more, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P dot com. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. The Alex Jones Show, broadcast live from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday, right here on We The People Radio Network. All right, folks. Animal Farm Radio Show on We The People Radio Network. I'd like to thank you for joining us. This is our first show on We The People, and we're very honored to be on this network. We left off the last break with, uh, you know, just a bit of financial news. <clears throat> to reiterate, you know, we're going to try to have some experts on in the next couple of weeks to really talk about this. The, the you know, the bubble is, is bursting at our very feet at this point. And the more you watch any news source, I think they're pretty much all in agreement that recession is not only happening or is about to happen, but it's inevitable at this point. And even, I mean, I'm ashamed to admit that I subscribe to the New York Post, <laughs> which, you know, besides its sports it's tabloid trash, it's so. great. It's great for tabloids. It's great for uh, for sports, 
it's pretty good for sports. But uh, when it comes to things that really, really matter in America, you know, that really hit home, uh, it's, it's disastrous. So I looked beyond the New York Yankees sign of their new building, and then uh, there's this other thing that, you know, new Jessica Simpson lookalike that jinx the Cowboys or some ridiculous nonsense. <laughs> and I actually found on, on, on page one, Ben, believe it or not, I actually found an article <laughs> entitled Fall Street. Oh, my God. And it's entitled Pl Fall Street Plunge Fueled Recession Fear. A plunging stock market and skid in consumer spending, coupled with some of the nation's biggest banks reporting their worst profits since the Great Depression, <laughs> fueled serious fears yesterday that the country is heading into a recession. Um, again, I mean, I was surprised to even hear about this, you know, because Brittany and all the O.J. Simpson news, you know, it's so important, Ben. Yep. We have to talk about that. You know, we don't. Um, and, you know, with the steroid issue. But this was on the, on the front page. And actually, on page two, it, it was continued. And I was so shocked. Holy Post. Nevertheless, you know, oh, it, it goes on. A Citigroup, and this is this is one of the catalysts. Is that something important in there? Yeah, the nation's largest banking company, Citigroup, reporting the worst quarterly loss in its history, nearly $10 billion to severely hampered retail sales worsened by a deathbed subprime mortgage industry, sagging job levels, and soaring oil costs. So, That's again, like one it just cost me $6,000. Absolutely. That's like one-fiftieth of a... The amount of drug money we smuggle, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and when a yeah. CIA plane crashes with boatloads of cocaine, you have Four to scratch times. your head. But yeah, yeah. drugs and alcohol. Look, <laughs> I just, I just don't know what the breaking point is. I don't know what what point we have to look at everything and just say, you know, where do we, where do we consume our energy? Where do we put our first, you know, foot forward? Because there's financial trouble, there's immigration trouble, there's the whole economy issue in and of itself, and that's kind of hand in hand. You have a uh, surveillance issue, national ID cards, and biometrics. Yeah. And uh, again, the borders open, and we still have foreign policy issues, with social security issues, and yeah. we played a good Glenn Beck clip. Yeah. I don't know how you folks like or dislike Glenn Beck, but Glenn Beck did do he does one good segment every once in a while. Like Glenn Beck, <laughs> I can't blame them, and I don't like oh, him either. I'm, I'm gonna I'm guess I think they call him the turd I'm, in their yeah. heads as well. I'm convinced that there are two Glenn Becks in this world, and they share responsibilities. Because <laughs> one day you hear the Glenn Beck that talks patriotism and close the borders and pro America, and next day he's talking about freedom of speech equals terrorism and that waterboarding is not torture that's his, that's his latest thing and i'm twisted i won't do it i won't do it but um <laughs> I, I love freedom yeah i love freedom too george and I, I just i don't know what else has to happen for the majority of this country to really wake up and and do something about this we'll tell you anything you want to hear we lie like hell here to get you down folks New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. We got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. <laughs> We're back. You're listening to the Animal Farm here on We the People Radio Network. Website is animalfarmshow.com. Toll-free number to call in is 888-202-1984. Or if you have unlimited long distance, please use 512-646-1984. We are uh, on our last segment here, and we are uh, hanging out. I, I think it was a good first show. We covered some news. We uh, yeah. we did some stuff. We, we took some callers. It was uh, yes. much fun. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't really talk too much about Ron Paul. There's a lot of Ron Paul news going on. Obviously, uh, most he, he made the pie chart. 
He did make the, he made he the pie, pie chart on CNN. Pie chart. I mean, you know, <laughs> and I think, that's well, news. Yeah, well, more importantly, um, yeah, you know, more importantly, the, is that Ron Paul guy. Yes, Howard Stern is endorsing Ron Paul, at least to that degree. And, you know, most of you know, obviously, there was the election fraud thing in New Hampshire. And I think the Paul campaign openly now has come out and said, look, we're not going to investigate this ourselves because we have to move on. And we did touch upon that, Ben. We did talk about that in our last show on Revere. Uh, and I think, you know, my overall standpoint is, look, it's a lot of work, this campaign. I think they have to move on. And I don't, I think I don't blame them for that move. I don't, I don't think it's a bad move. He gave, he gave a response. He gave a statement yeah, read it. Uh, in Go regards ahead. to it. And this is just... just people an idea this is the way that politicians are supposed to talk to their their people and their supporters he says after a careful investigation i have decided against seeking a recount in new hampshire very blunt very uh you know and and right you know you know me tony i was very much against him uh, not going for a recount we and, did talk about that yes and i was very much against it. i still i still disagree with him on the subject um, but he says i am confident that not asking for a recount is the right decision i carefully considered the arguments for and against a recount before instructing my campaign staff not to pursue it without a firm belief that vote fraud had taken place and without the possibility that a recount would have increased chances for success of our campaign, a recount would have diverted campaign resources, time, and energy away from crucial battles elsewhere. Yeah. So I that's, mean, just the, that's just the first few paragraphs of, the, uh, of his statement. And it, I'll tell you the truth, Ben, I'm not surprised. And I, 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 I sort of alluded to it on our, in our last show. And I, you know, for me, I, I look at a lot of these types of issues with Ron Paul uh, with one thing in mind, at least the first thing in mind, is how is the mainstream media going to try to attack him? They've already tried, and they've done a decent job, even though it's almost impossible to attack yeah. this man. He's so, um, he's so clean in a lot but of when ways. You, when you get on air and you just start lying about a person, it's, it's, it's going to work. It's, you know, there's a lot of people out there that will believe it and won't, won't really dig in. It's so. completely disgusting. There are, there's more dirt on camp on so many of the other candidates Giuliani and, and oh, he's got links to terrorists oh and it's just, it's, it's we, could spend, we could spend an entire week of shows of two hour shows just talking about Giuliani's links to terrorism and how he is just the wrong man for the job but we're not going to do that You're sick of all of them More, <laughs> what I was saying Ben is you know I, I think it's the right move because they have to move on you know they, they came in fourth last night it was a it was a good night for Ron Paul he had more votes than Giuliani and Fred Thompson combined uh, he, again he made the CNN pine chart so how bad can it be I mean you know how much of a, how bad could the day have been? I mean, the fact that Ron Paul did that well. And well, here's why I disagree. Okay. Um, I think there was there was enough evidence to really show uh, that there was a discrepancy in the votes, uh, whether it was a, a recount issue or whether it was nefarious. Sure. I think there was definitely enough uh, of a reason to investigate that. And, uh, you know, a lot of the things that they had mentioned here were, you know, they, they were worried about that, you know, most of the people in the United States would look at him as being a sore loser and stuff like that. And That's what I thought. Yeah, but, but my point is, is that we have to stop looking past what most people are thinking. We have to just start doing the right thing. We just have to start you know, looking into the looking into the voter fraud and whether it's whether it's nefarious or whether it was just a simple mistake, we have to look into it. And we have to get an accurate vote on the count. That's the most important thing. You know, otherwise, otherwise, you know, Ron Paul's just not going to be able to do anything. You know, he's going to go to South Carolina. They're going to go to. You know, all these other Super Tuesdays is going to come, and it's just going to get stolen from them completely. No, I, I, I couldn't agree more, Ben, I think. But, I, again, I think there's two separate issues going on, and, of course, they are related. The fact of the matter is voter fraud happens. We have these Diebold or Diebold, however you, know, you want to pronounce it. We have these electronic voting machines doing their thing, easily hackable and easily controllable, which I can never – I can't disagree more with these machines, basically. We need paper ballots. I think forever. I don't think there's any reason why we should have electronic oh, voting machines. There's the issue of – and I think Jack Blood made the great point. It's not voter fraud. Don't put the blame on the voter. It's election fraud. 
I think that's a, he made a really good point on his show today. Don't call it voter fraud because it's not the fraud of the voter. Thank you. It's not the. It's it's all Jack Blood. It's not. It's not the fraud of the voter. It's the fraud of the machines and the people running the election. Yes, but I don't think voter fraud means the fraud of the voter. No, I think but, it's the fraud towards the voter. But but taking the thunder. Personalize it more. You but know? taking the thunder out of George Carlin, we do think in language, and the quality of our thought can only be good as the quality of our language. We have to call things for what they are, and that's just the point that I wanted to make. So there's the issue of elect. Election fraud, and then there's the other issue of this specific incident of Ron Paul voter fraud, which Obama election fraud. I already did it, so yeah. it's, it's also Obama was also a victim, and even much more of a victim than Ron Paul. Oh, yeah, much more. So, nevertheless, it is what it is. Um, you know, give us a call next week on the show and tell us what you think. There'll be a lot more developments going on in other regions, and hopefully, Ron Paul can win one of these primaries or, or caucuses. But I personally, you know, not just to ride the Ron Paul bandwagon, but I think it was the right move. He did well last night. I think at this point, if nothing else, maybe the the damage that was done, maybe it's already we've already kind of won this battle. Maybe we won't see the same thing happen again because we made the stink. We had the uh, the the granny group. I'm sorry, what's what's the name of the group? The, I don't know. The, the granny, granny warriors. Granny warriors. And, you know, and people. It's amazing. Every time something every time something happens. Uh, the... I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Every time. Oh god. I'm trying to make a serious what? point here. Every time something happens people stand up and, and I give so much credit to the Granny Warriors and the people like them. Every time something happens to Ron Paul people stand up, they get in the media's face they, they confront people who attack him great job everybody and, and let's just keep it up. We have to keep up our fight. Um, peaceful protesting, that's the bottom line. That's Ron Paul's yes. way and we, we got to be peaceful. Non-revolution non-violent revolution. Win or lose folks, we've already won. We've already gotten the message of Ron Paul, the message of freedom and, and the message of America back into people's imaginations and it's uh it's about sovereignty it's about freedom the constitution the bill of rights so thank you for listening to our first show at the animal farm absolutely animal farm show.com um and uh give us an email give us some feedback let us know what you think uh thank you for listening to us here on uh, we the people radio network thank have you a, have a good night folks take care thank you goodbye <laughs>